What's up, psychos? Welcome to another episode of Sports Psych. Uh, today we're going to talk about, uh, we're say goodbye to Mr. Antonio Brown. Hello to Mr. Yanis Antetokounmpo. Um, perhaps we're going to say goodnight to my boy Colin Kaepernick. And we'll have a little fun with uh, Lamar Jackson and the Houston Rockets. So uh, stay tuned for another great episode of Sports Psych. Psychos, as always, send us your emails, your tweets at AK Sports Psych. Tell us what's on your mind, what do you need, what questions do you want answered, and topics that you want us to talk about. And if you uh, want to join the show, give us a shout and let us know. We'll reach out to you. So, this week, Antonio Brown has decided to, uh, or last couple of weeks, I guess, apologize to everyone he's offended. I'm still waiting for mine, but that's okay. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm sure I'm pretty far down on the list. Uh, but he's apologized to the Patriots, to the Raiders, to Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, Jay Gruden, pretty much anyone that, that'll listen. Why? Because he wants a job. He realizes that life kind of sucks when you're sitting at home doing nothing and not collecting a paycheck. That being said, uh, from a skill level, I think he's still got something left in the tank, and I feel, think he can still help a team out like the Patriots uh, who need a deep threat, and that's something that he could provide. The problem is he's crazy, and he would be probably a bigger distraction than he's worth in any one of these locker rooms. However, as typical with uh, a good agent, is he's started um, quietly a bidding war in the media but I doubt that it's actually taken effect with the teams. However, when you start to hear rumors that, oh, the Patriots are looking to bring him back. Uh, Tom Brady would love to have Antonio Brown back on his team. Oh, uh, Jerry Jones said that he would do anything to upgrade his team offensively. And who's the best offensive player out there right now? Antonio Brown. So is this just media smoke or is there reality to it? Do you really think the Dallas Cowboys or the Patriots would bring Antonio Brown into the mix? So let's think about it from the Patriots. Would they do that? Well, they brought him in, worked him out. Heck, he played a game um, and then got rid of him. The likelihood that they would bring him back after that is, I would say, slim to none. Okay, he clearly had his issues. And if he was even halfway decent, um, they wouldn't have cut him in the first place. They would have stuck with him. The Patriots are known to kind of, you know, bring on these kind of re rehabilitation projects. Um, however, once they're done with you, they're pretty much done with you. So I think he's done there. The Cowboys. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Antonio Brown with coach, lame duck coach, Jason Garrett? He would walk all over him. Jerry Jones, although, again, also known to take chances on ultra-talented players, I don't think anyone wants that headache in their locker room. So, unfortunately for Antonio Brown, I think your season's done. Uh, good luck in the offseason. Stay fit. Stay healthy. Uh, you know, maybe you get someone who just is crazy enough to give you another chance. But I don't think so. So, to Antonio Brown... Thank you uh, for a great career. Thank you for helping me win a few fantasy championships. And uh, I think that's about it, man. Uh, good luck to you.
So I guess that's uh, goodbye to Antonio Brown. And uh, this would be hello to Giannis and to Capuco. Um, happy birthday, number 25. Went out and uh, played the Clippers and had yourself a bit of a game. 25 points, 27 points, 11 rebounds. And uh, Doc Rivers, Coach Rivers, took the blame for the Clippers game. Said that he's got to coach better. He's got to prep his team better. I'm sorry, I thought uh, Kawhi Leonard was the Giannis stopper last year during the playoffs. Uh, that's all I heard from Raptor fans and sports media was that Leonard was the key to stopping Giannis. And uh, this year, as part of the Clippers with him and George and Beverly and uh, the rest of the gang there that, you know, they'd have no problem if they made it to the finals getting through the East. By the way, I've got Giannis as MVP this year again uh, and making it to the final. So uh, we'll see if that uh, ends up being true or not. So that being said, I guess when we look back and we think, well, Leonard was the stopper. Leonard was what got the Raptors past the Bucks. Maybe that's not entirely true. Maybe, just maybe, the, the team had a good defensive strategy. Perhaps the coach, Nick Nurse, actually did his job and created a scheme that would stop Giannis or at least limit him in what he could do. Now, obviously, this year, he's hitting a few more outside shots, making him a little bit more dangerous, a lot more dangerous if he starts hitting a higher percentage of those shots. And we looked at this matchup, right, as being key to seeing, you know, will the Clippers take that next step now that they're all in the lineup? But instead, uh, my man Zubik became, uh, became, became poster, became poster material, uh, just a fantastic play there, by the way. If you haven't seen it, go on uh, YouTube, Facebook, wherever the hell you get your sports clips from, and and take a look at what Giannis did to uh, Zubik. Zubik on um, on that play, I think he got a pass from Wesley or something like that, and down the lane, one dribble. It, it, it was nasty. Uh, so that being said, so hello Giannis, welcome back. You're our MVP. You're my MVP. You're going to the finals. Keep it up. Keep shooting. Um, They tied the Lakers for the best record in the NBA. Um, So they're clearly, clearly, I think, uh, uh, head and shoulders above everybody else in the East. Obviously, some surprising teams in the East. Not that the Raptors, I guess, are a surprise, but uh, how well they've been playing is a surprise. How up and down the Sixers have been is a bit of a surprise. Uh, The Celtics, right? I I didn't expect much from the Nets, although some people thought... Kyrie would be enough. I never liked that move, by the way. Uh, so it looks like Bucks uh, in the East. However, I'm not too sure. I don't know what you guys feel about the Lakers in the West, but we'll I guess time will tell on that one. So Giannis, I say hello to you. Welcome into my MVP conversation and um, look forward to seeing more from you. So we said goodbye to Antonio Brown. We've said hello to Giannis. And uh, maybe we should say goodnight to um, Colin Kaepernick. Um, What can I tell you? You're an employee 
or you're trying to be an employee, you're, I guess, technically right now you're, you're unemployed and you're trying to get a job with a company. Now, don't get me wrong. This company has flaws, tons and tons of flaws, so many flaws that you have guys who retire way too early just to keep their health and their sanity. But you, you want to play. Or so you say you want to play. You want a job in this company. But you don't want to follow the company's rules. You don't want to play by their laws. You want to do what you want to do. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I believe what Colin Kaepernick stands for. I believe what he's trying to do for social justice. A hundred percent, I agree. But I don't own the NFL. I don't own a team. I, I, hey, listen, I'd have him on my team. I, I, I would sign Colin Kaepernick tomorrow. Um, however, my quarterback's playing a little bit better right now. Um, the last couple of weeks, but that's a story for another day. So Colin Kaepernick, let's, let's get this straight. So you're kneeling, you're protesting the media, the owners, whoever it was completely takes what you're doing and twists the story and makes it complete nonsense, right? Because you're not against the flag. You're not against the country. You're not against the military. Anyone with half a brain knows that. If you don't know that, stop listening to this podcast. I need some intelligent listeners. And if that's what you think, you're not one of them. Goodbye. So they take what you're actually doing, which is saying, hey, guys, look at me. I'm public figure. I want to bring some attention to some of the social injustice that's happening in this country that I love and using the sport that I love. And the platform that I have because of my success in that sport to bring attention to that. 100% great job. Fantastic. However, they twist that. They make you the villain. They make people hate you for no reason. And they drive you out of the NFL. And then, let's be honest, the facts are the facts. They collude to keep you out. So much so that you have a lawsuit and they settle. And they pay you however much, however many millions of dollars they pay you because they admit, or at least they know, if they go any further, right, that you're going to prove that they colluded. So they keep you out of the league. Time goes by. You keep telling everybody you're ready. I want to come back. It's the most important thing. I want to play. I want to come back. And they say, great. You want to come back? No problem. Here are the hoops that you need to jump through to do that. Is it fair? No. Is it right? Hell no. Can they do it? Yep. That's the problem. They can do it. So you have to make a decision. I either swallow my pride and I jump through those hoops. I do what they want me to do. And maybe, not even for sure, just maybe, they give me a chance to play. Instead, at the last minute, you decide, you know what? I'm not jumping through those hoops. I'm going to make my own hoops. Okay. I applaud your effort. I think what you did was good for you. 
as a person, as a brand, as a political figure, what you did for your NFL career was kill it. So good night, Mr. Kaepernick, at least to your career, because what you've done is completely lose any chance that you ever had to play in the NFL because they gave you a crappy, nasty, horrible olive branch and you spit on it. And again, <laughs> right or wrong, that was your chance and you, and, and you blew it and you blew it. If someone came in asking me for a job and I said, well, here's what you got to do. One, two, three. And they said, F that I'm doing seven, eight, nine. Good for them for standing up for what they believe in. However, you're not getting the job. So I hate to see it because I would have liked to seen you play again. In fact, I'd like to see you in my team's uniform this year, uh, if not next. However, it's not going to happen. So my friend, Colin, good night. Lamar Jackson is a cheater. He's been cheating at football from Pop Warner to high school, college, and into the pros. It's completely, completely unfair what he and I guess his parents have done by making his skin so close to the color of the ball, making it almost impossible for defenders to see whether he's actually handed the ball off or if he's kept it. And then setting himself up to be drafted by the Ravens who wear dark colored uniforms most days so that it makes it virtually impossible. What a thief, what a cheater. I, I can no longer watch the NFL. And thank you, Mr. Tim Ryan for bringing that to the forefront and letting us all realize what a cheat Lamar Jackson is. MVP? I don't think so. Super Bowl favorite, or at least his team to get to the Super Bowl? Hell no. Perhaps a suspension is in order. Maybe we should take some draft picks from the Baltimore Ravens. Because what he's doing is clearly clearly cheating. Speaking of cheaters, the NBA is loaded with crooks, criminals, shady referees, shady players, shady ownership, and worst of all, the commissioner who refuses to replay the Houston Rockets game. The dunk made, made, not missed, the dunk that was made by James Harden should have counted. Just because they had a 13-point lead, just because there was tons of basketball left in the game, and it went to overtime, double overtime, and they lost. You got to go back 
what, six hours to when he made that dunk and they didn't count it. But no, I believe the world, the NBA, the referees are against Houston and against James Harden. Because really, what else, what other reason could there be for them not replaying that game? It's ridiculous. It's preposterous. It's ludicrous. James Harden, I got you. We're going to make this right. We're going to petition the NBA. And we're going to get that game replayed. And if you've listened to the last two segments about Lamar Jackson and James Harden and think even one second of what I said is true or believable, then you're an idiot. Because that's the biggest load of crap I've ever said in my life. Lamar Jackson, (laughs) good job with your fakes. Congratulations. I think you do an amazing job. I think you should be the MVP of this league. Um, You're going to take me to a fantasy championship, and I love you for it. James Harden, stop crying. Houston Rockets, stop appealing every decision that doesn't go your way. It's ridiculous. You're a laughingstock. Um, Let's get back to playing football, playing basketball. Uh, Tim Ryan, you're an idiot. Although, I guess, let me me say, I kind of, I understand what you were trying to say. I just think you did a horrible job expressing yourself. Um, and, um, and you should probably not try to explain that again. Uh, you know, you just, I, th- I think, and I can't believe I'm about to say this. I think uh, Richard Sherman did a wonderful job explaining it. So maybe next time just ask him his opinion. Um, but, uh, that, that, you know, to even consider that... Uh, it's the color of his arm, and that's why his ball fakes are so great. Like, come on, dude. Like, I guess let's make the balls pink, uh, fluorescent pink, because that we know that that won't happen. Um, you know, I was saying to a friend of mine, I go, I guess you think uh, a white baseball is tougher to hit off a white pitcher because what it blends into his hand, and you don't really see when he releases it, right? Like, really? Maybe the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So, uh, to those that believed or agreed with what I just said about Lamar Jackson and it being cheating or uh, believed what I said about James Harden and uh, that they should replay the game psychos like you really need to rethink yourself stop being so damn sensitive there's mistakes that happens in the games like that basket it has nothing to do with his skin color and the ball that's ridiculous Um, so I think we're going to call that a wrap for this episode Look for your comments, questions, anyone that wants to come on the show and speak their mind. As you know, it's always open for everyone. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. Follow us on Twitter at AK Sport Psych and look for our podcasts uh, everywhere where your favorite podcasts are played. Spotify, Google Play, etc. Thanks, guys. Take care.